What the fuck kind of power play unit is that? Uh, apparently a bad one. New second unit power play. Chara Marchand up top. Spooner, Schaller, Moore, or Hayes low. What? That's not a power play unit. That's fuck it. We'll burn two minutes. YOLO. You're listening to Barely on Topic with B.A. The biggest fraud of all is coming up. Nick. Here comes the bagel boy himself. Anthony. A puck goes over the glass. Every stupid player on the ice puts their hand up. Jeff. Then I moved to Canada. And Tim. Probably not. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. This is Barely on Topic. We have an abbreviated staff today. Again. Uh, again. Uh, One day we'll be whole. I'm not sure if you guys uh, are familiar with the uh, U.S.-Canadian Joint Agreement Law 69, but it states that the Barely on Topic cannot be assembled in full uh, until the the stars are aligned and the moon is blocked by the sun. So that said, I'm Nick, and we have Anthony and Jeff, and no one else. We do have a cat named Tuca, though. Um, being yeah. today. <laughs> so listeners, don't be surprised to hear, God, God damn it, cat! Yeah, and, and, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, and, 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 and that little jingling of the bell. It's the, it's, it's, it's the beginning of the holidays. It's fitting. Yeah. I'm not going to take it out. No. I mean, <laughs> I mean that. It's so cute. So, oh dear, we're gonna actually start things off uh, with some fan uh, material here. Uh, let me look up yes, this. We have something fan sourced. We have fans. <laughs> we love you. So, on Twitter, and I don't know, uh, is it Jean Catherine? I'll give her. I I I I'll assume she's. Uh, from Montreal, but she wanted us to talk about Carey Price's... She's from Boston. She was at the game. Okay, Jean yeah. Catherine, but that's not as good. <laughs> um, she wanted us to, to discuss Carey Price's blocker punches. On... Yeah, so, so Carey Price uh, beat the ever-loving fuck out of Kyle Palmieri yeah. with his blocker hand. Um, that's extremely not allowed. Now, uh, for listeners, um, if you are at home or at work, yeah, go ahead and pull up on you know, pull it up on YouTube. If you're driving, just wait. It's okay. That video will still be there when you get to your destination. But yeah, Palmieri comes in, tries to dangle around defender, ends up sliding in to Price. And I gotta say, it wasn't all that bad of a of a colli- of a collision, in my opinion. And people keep framing it, or Montreal people are framing it as having run Price. No, it wasn't a run. No, oh, he fell. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, he, and he slid into Price. Um, Hockey's a contact sport, people. Mm-hmm. Goaltenders will get run into occasionally. Yeah. Uh, maybe he could have done a little bit more, but I'm like, ah, eh, that... It, it, it was pretty... It was pretty quick. But yeah, oh, how many how many uh, paddles did he get to the back of the the head there? Or was it I guess, mainly I guess upper back? Like yeah, Price just kept on chopping at him, chop, chop, chop. And again, the blocker that's like you know it's a, that's that's a serious fucking piece of hardware to throw hit someone with, right? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, behind it. 
now, I, I will say, if that was Tim Thomas or Tuca, I think we would be loving it. But we Absolutely. have we have very strong biases there. Actually, I think Tim Thomas did that daily. I uh, did it to Sean Avery one game. Yeah. Nesson came back from a commercial break early because Avery pulled his usual rat shit antics. Mm-hmm. And I gave, think he gave Thomas a whack in the back of the head with his stick. Oh, yeah. Which led to was the awesome... Or, was it blocker or glove that he cleaned out of Sedin with during the cup finals? That glove. was glove. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I remember the blocker incident because Jack was like, waffles are good for eating it for breakfast, but not for the third period of a hockey game. <laughs> it was awesome. Jack's oh. a crazy person. <laughs> Jack. I've actually, I've warmed up to Jack over the years. Um, I actually, I'm uh, now, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to become a big fan. But, so what do you, what do you guys think should have happened to Price? The rules are explicitly, it's a match penalty for hitting someone with the blocker. So it means he should have been tossed. There you go. When was the last time the NHL actually enforced that rule? I have no idea whatsoever. I've never seen it. I didn't even know it was a match penalty. Now, to be fair, I tweeted a photo of the rules shortly after that happened. Now, to be fair, how often do goalies go around karate chopping people in the back of the head with with their blocker? Usually, uh, if a goalie's getting feisty, they're they're doing stick work. They're hexstyling people. Oh yeah, <laughs> I gotta say, uh, Brodeur was real good with a stick too. People often, you know, give Hextall all the credit, and I uh, it makes sense. But there are some videos out there of Brodeur just uh, carving people, breaking shins with his stick. Oh, no. I mean, Hextall's Hextall and um, um and. Billy Smith are like the uh, mm-hmm. the legendary ones for stick work, right? But right. Uh, Billy Smith, of course, um, was an Islanders goalie through their dynasty years, and uh, used that thing like a fucking like a fucking side. Apparently, no. <laughs> um, we don't have any crazy goalies anymore. Which I I, I miss the crazy goalie. Rizkala. Yeah. Legitimately insane, but uh, not that kind of crazy goal. I want violent crazy goalies. Oh, I know. Yeah. No. I missed Tim Thomas for that reason. Actually, what, the last time we had um, a big-time goalie brawl actually did involve Price, so maybe we shouldn't be too surprised. Um, well, there was also that... It's uh, true. Or Ray Emery's out of the league now. Like, he's the one that, you know, uh, beat the fuck out of uh, Brayton Holtby against uh, Brayton Holtby. Against, oh, uh, yes. Will. I forgot about that. That was more recent. That was, uh, that was very one-sided. Well, because Holtby did not want to fight, so he did, you know, yeah. civil disobedience approaches. Like, oh crap, I'm being punched. Ragdoll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work out in his favor. <laughs> and there was, of course, um, didn't Rick DiPietro get punched in the face and it dislocated, it broke his jawbone and he was out for a while? Well, you know, Probably. Rick DiPietro, um, much like Sammy Sallow, breaks if you shout his name too loud. Uh, yeah. Anywhere on the his bones yeah. are made out of paper mache. Poor guy. Yeah, he, he, he was. Um, I forget who he was fighting. Maybe. Hopefully, this is a. Name. Oh, it was a uh, Brent. It was a uh, Brent Johnson. Um, yes. Brent, uh, Brent Johnson. Yeah. yeah when so, he was back. When he, up. Yep. And he just came out there, boom, and he went down. It was. Uh, it it was cool. It was nice. But yes, Kerry Price, I think you were too hard on uh, our pal Palmer. Mary. It's an anemone. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I actually want to call him Potpourri. Paul Mary? Yeah, Potpourri. You were too hard on Potpourri. 
He's just trying to get a goal. Well, I think we beat that one to death, much like uh, Price did to the back of... I say uh, pun intended. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, yeah, um, Price probably should have gotten a, a penalty there, but he was in the Bell Center, so of course they didn't because the ref wouldn't have left a lot. Price were playing for someone else, too. I don't even think I'd care. I'd be like, woo, goalies, getting stuff done. Because <laughs> I like it when they they fight back. Oh, actually, I, I got to harp on one other thing. The scariest <clears throat> thing about all that, I, I am trying to be serious here, is yeah, he took a few hits to the back of the, the head, but then you have... Both teams rushing the crease to you know clear things up, get 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 a brawl going, and Palmieri is still down on the. Oh no ice. no no no! You're mixing this up with the Philip Larson. Hit. No, that one um, too. That one Larson was knocked out cold, but Palmieri was still down, and he went went into a ball. Now the Larson that that was extremely dangerous. That man was unconscious and was completely and defensive. By, bo- by both teammates and opponents in the yeah. head, while unconscious. So um, I mean I, I it's a shame I have to bring this to the NHL's attention. Into the player's attention, but when you see a, a guy down on the ice, don't kick him in the head. Don't don't do it. <laughs> Make the fight space. <laughs> like, like in the old, like in the playground. Give him air. Give him air, guys. Give him air. And you just kind of form a circle around him. Moving on. <laughs> um, in, in very fresh Bruins news, um, oh. the Bruins announced they signed Jesse Gabriel this morning. Whoa! That was probably no really time. loud. There was no good reason for it not to have happened yet. So. Uh, and remind me, where is he from? Gabriel currently plays for the Prince George Cougars in the WHL. Perfect. Yes. Welcome, Jesse. Gabriel, of course, is uh, my favorite player is Brad Marchand and is Bru- and, is gr- and grew up a Bruins fan. So, uh... Oh. No pressure. I mean, if that happened to me, I'd be like, oh, God. I might crap my pants. Moving on to the game of the week. Um wasn't the best of weeks for the Bruins, but there's one game in particular which uh, we should take some solace in. Yeah, of course, we beat the Panthers, but let's focus on the game against the Washington Capitals. Oh, yeah, I forgot we beat the Panthers. We did. I know. Yeah. Uh, and that, that Pasternak um, uh, shootout goal was, you know, you know. A butte. My pants are still fitting tight. Um, it was, it was just... <laughs> this is an <laughs> overtime goal, a shootout. Because oh, yeah. he left, he left the zone and just like casually came one. back. Oh right, the shootout was Carolina, which was also sick. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah. See, it's getting hard to keep track of this man's progress. David motherfucking Pasternak, boys. Yeah. <laughs> His world, we're just living in it. I know. Pasternak, of course, had a uh, very nice goal against the 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 Capitals as well. I, sweet. If the Bruins score, it's safe to assume it's Pasternak. Because it nine out of ten times is now, and if it isn't him, it's either um, more just like it, as we all expected, or uh, Doctor Schaller. Yeah, things are things aren't quite right, is what we're saying here. Yeah, but um... <laughs> but that's okay. This team's shooting percentage is going to go up, and it's going to be dramatic, and we're going to start winning games like we're, seven. This team's possession is absolutely out of control, right? So. Like and then their shot rates and stuff. Like advanced stats, people all they're talking about is like how good this team is and that it should be doing and it should be winning more. Fucking put the puck behind any goddamn goalie except Pasternak. I actually tweeted this and had zero replies, which really hurt my ego. But the Bruins are top three in shots per game, um, but have the second worst shooting percentage. 
Well, that's it. The, the Bruins are running away with that, which, again, I've brought it up in the show before, so yep. I don't particularly like this stat, but um, expected goals for, expected goals for, they're running away with it, with, with, with it um, uh, not, not just for it, but overall percentage, because their mm-hmm. defense is so strong. They're taking lots of shots and from and, and from the juicy areas. Just nothing's going the fuck in. Oh. <laughs> snake bitten. We'll use an old hockey term. They're snake bitten. Oh, fucking hell they are. Yeah. I'd be hated in Boston if I were GM because I wouldn't do anything. Like there are trades to be made. Yes, there are players that don't that don't really fit on this team right now, and you could probably make improvements. But with low shooting percentages like this, with players to come back from injury. I don't. I can't do anything about it. I don't want to do anything about it because there's too much potential to go up versus to stay stagnant. Frank Frank Fortano's return is imminent. Yeah. He's um. He's today apparently he's uh, skating in a not not in a non-contact jersey and he's on the crazy practicing on the crazy line today. Oh God. Nice. So yeah. So hopefully, hopefully Frank goes back soon and we can actually uh, you know score some goals. I'm still a bit confused by why the second line isn't doing anything. The, the third line is in such shambles. I, I, I can deal with it, especially with the fourth line producing. But that second line... It should be better. Yeah. It just should be better. But here's the thing about that, and it's the weirdest thing, is um, Krejci and Bacchus are still third and fourth in points on this team right now. So, uh, Carl Shrug... Yeah, like you look at the stats, you're like, "Oh, this team can't score," blah blah blah, and then it's up. Oh, Marshan is eight already so far. It's like, okay, he's scoring, kinda, sort of, yes. He's up to ten and a half percent shooting percentage, so he's awful. Cl- he's getting close to career averages here. He's just not yeah. taking nearly as many shots as he did last year. The people who should be at the top of the tops of the leaderboard are at the tops of the leaderboard, except, except like, Ricky. Right. Well, I, I still think Krejci, um, maybe we just got too used to him just being better. But I just still, th- yeah, he, he was the second-line center that led our team in scoring, which was unusual for, I think, for yes. many teams. But we, we just came to expect that. Was that. Through his, his prime, and that was through his prime ages. And when he had, you know, Horton and Lucic also in their primes on his wings, though, right? So yeah. And he did come back from major injury, and he has been playing better, bit by bit. Um, I noticed he's been shooting more. Yeah, he's up 60 shots on the season right now. That's some. Um, he's not a big shooter. He's still not putting much in the net. He's only got you know four oh, yeah. goals on those 60 shots. But he's shooting more, but he's never been a great shot either. Underrated, no, but not. He shoots to create passing lanes, which is what my boy Caberlet needed to have done way fucking more. <laughs> <laughs> Rag a five-year-old wound back. Wow, old school, and we still won the cup with Caberlet. Just kind of forgetting why he was brought to the team. You know, here's here's the thing that makes that improves that trade in retrospect is um the hot garbage that that that, that, that Toronto did with the parts they got for that trade. Yes, sure did. Joe Colborn didn't work for them, and they traded him for a fourth. The first, um, they traded up. To draft Tyler Biggs. Who? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and the second, they traded a year later to get um, John Michael Lyles. Oh. Who never, worked for, who never worked out for them, and they eventually traded they traded him for Tim Gleason, who they then bought out. Ouch. 
That's uh, Brian Burke era, right? Um. Well, the last bit. The, the last bit was Nonus. Oh. But, uh, what's the difference? <laughs> oh, Brian Burke's smarter. Burke made some decisions that should have worked out and didn't. Yeah. Nonus was just that. Um. <laughs> I'd be a better. GM. But yeah, basically, Toronto did nothing with. I mean. Of course, you could also argue that well, but the other we also traded Blake Wheeler away for to make space for Caberlet. Uh, would be you know. The... Wasn't Blake Wheeler part of the deal to bring Peverly back though? Um, that would trade was in large part to dispose of mostly Mark Stewart's cap hit, but also to make get cheaper to accommodate the cap space for Caberlet. Yeah, right. I mean, so that's the... why. It, so that's okay. why Wheeler and um, you know, I would have personally offloaded. Uh, Riders cap hit and kept Wheeler if possible there, but uh, um, but then at the, in the same token, maybe Blake Wheeler doesn't make that save in game what four. That's a very good point. I'd forgotten yeah. about that. that was something else. <laughs> um, I, hell, if we don't talk about the Caps game, we just talk about 2011. I'm cool with it. Uh, oh yeah, we were game of the weekend. <laughs> um, no, that was not a. That was. I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm being serious here. Prior to the game against Toronto, my father and I watched the uh, Bruins Stanley Cup video about that about their run. It's on YouTube. You can just watch it on YouTube now. I don't even need to buy the DVD. And we kind of forgot how good Ryder was through that whole series. The yeah. man through that whole run, especially against uh, Montreal. Um, he had a great postseason that year. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, of course, the the big guys had big games, too, but uh, there was many unsung heroes that kind of stole a few games for us, Ryder being one of them. We actually had a very good third line. We had Ryder, uh, Kelly, and Peverly. Yeah, that was a good third line. Man, 2011. And if people said, oh, we should have kept Wheeler, we should have kept this guy, we won the cup. Yep. It worked. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I mean, again, I wish we could have kept Wheeler, but we got the cup anyway. We got the cup, so cool. Also, when they traded Wheeler, Wheeler was... Um, Offsides all the time. Off, um, yeah. He still is, too. <laughs> Less than he was. When he was here, he was never onsides, ever, yeah. I think. God <laughs> damn it, Blake Wheeler. Yeah, he was not the player he has become. No, he's he's a good yeah. player, no? He's, he's an excellent player. He is a, uh, you know... He's a pretty. He's probably a top ten, fifteen right wing now. But. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I, there's not that many guys that are that big who can skate like the wind. That's what we're hoping that Zach Sedition is going to be. Oh. Because he's a big motherfucker and he's fast. <laughs> he's been hot as shit lately too. And oh. Well, after that slow start, which people were criticizing unfairly, because you know, oh, he only had mono and an appendectomy. Oh God. Yeah, <laughs> and he probably you probably he probably lost like 20 pounds because of all that too yeah oh i'm sure i mean that, that that's some serious stuff the oh active effect that mini or whatever it's called because i can't speak <laughs> that was like the day before camp started wasn't it yeah he he missed um uh he he, he missed rookie camp because of it yeah, yeah. he and, and gabriel too also big also pretty fast so well, not big. Gabriel's smaller, but he's he's uh, he's not you know he's he's a rat he's he's a rat he's a pest, but he's also a power forward, which is going to be 
awful for opposing players. I think Gabriel makes the show. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> so because he's going to cash checks and be he's going to be able to write checks and cash them. <laughs> now I, I I look at the Bruins uh, prospect pool now, Sweenius, and I I gotta feel all right about the future. Look at the names that are going pro next year. That are going to go pro next year. Mm-hmm. So we got the four guys in the in in, in the CHL right now. So Gabriel, Sinishin, Zaboral, and, and Lausanne, all of whom are having pretty darn good seasons. Lausanne set uh, got got the invite to um uh, to a World Juniors camp. And, you know Zaboral's bounced back after having a shit season last year. So those four will go pro next year. We're almost certain going to sign Anders Bjork. Um, we have to sign Ryan Fitzgerald because he's a senior. Um, and all word sounds like McAvoy and JFK are going to go are going to go. Wow! This year. So that right there is eight. And we actually really need center depth now. Oh, good God! You look who's playing center in, in, in Providence. It's it's. Colby Cave is number one center in Providence. Yeah, it ain't great. No. <laughs> This is. I'm gonna say something just to stir the pot. And when we trade Krejci to make room for that pass from that contract, we'll need a second line center too. Wah, wah. No movement clause. I know. That's why I just it was covered my mic too. I also not even paying attention not, to that. It wasn't obvious that this that the coaching staff is done with Ryan Spooner. We would not. He would not be a Bruin next year, anyway, because of the Pasternak contract. Ryan Spooner is not going to be on this team next year for a variety of reasons. Okay. I was going to save this for later, but I'm going to bring it out now. And this is the only big question I have to ask. And after this, we're just we're going free-falling, and we'll just do all of it live. Um, the Pasternak deal, what's it going to look like? Anthony, go! Seven years, eight million. Okay, Jeff, go! At this point, I actually <laughs> think I agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I do want to point out that Sweeney should have, tra- should have signed him preemptively over the summer. For like six years, four million, because he couldn't yeah. have done that then. Yeah. And I suggested that, and people were like, oh, no, you don't want to jump the gun. You know what, Sweeney? You not want to jump the gun. <laughs> I, I was one of those people that said, you don't want to jump the gun. I've actually been Why? a. I, I was a person who was not sold on Pasternak, because uh, I looked at him like, this guy still hasn't played a full NHL season yet. Uh, Collectively, he that. did. Over the course of two seasons, he played one. Um, and I'm like, well, he, he certainly won't have a big third year. Whoops. Hey, I'm glad you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was we talking, could... I was talking to Sweeney, and he's like, Nick, should I sign him to an affordable deal now? I'm like, no. He, he, this, he, what's he going to be this year? Maybe, maybe he'll be lucky and play 60 games. Nick, you're fired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Make more bad predictions. No, that's when I got very wrong. I, I can't. Uh, I, I I got no timing. I, I'm, I fucked up. It's like think about if he had done that though. Think about how fucking brilliant Sweeney'd look right now. He would be the ultimate Sweeney's. But yeah, like basically, this this is in order to accommodate that contract, we're going to have several ELCs on 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 the team next year, presumably. Um, fortunately, someone like Petrano still has a year on his ELC. And there's still gonna have to be some restructuring. One can one can presume we'll lose uh, one of McQuaid or or, or or Kevin Miller to expansion, and uh, Jimmy Hayes will will be disposed Omar. of one way or another. <laughs> disposed of him. 
I well, I, I did. I looked into it and I checked the um uh, the buyout cost for Jimmy Hayes in in June, and it's um the cap hits are trivial actually if they buy him out next June. Oh. Um. Five hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-seven dollars next year, oh, and eight hundred sixty-six thousand six hundred sixty-seven dollars the year after. Pennies. Oh, if they can't somehow trade him, buying out no, Jimmy Hayes is not a problem. I, I, you know what? I think he would appreciate a fresh start somewhere too. I, I think so. Um, it needs to be in like a a small market. Arizona looks nice. Carolina, bring him to Carolina. Where they literally have uh, the worst practice facility in the NHL. They have, yeah, they have regular public skating there. And it's like, oh, come on, kids, get off the ice. The Hurricanes are coming to use the ice. Oh, shoot, the Zamboni is broken. No, that ice must be just awful. Oh, guys, rinks down here suck so bad. Well, no wonder the team stinks. Yeah. They can't practice. And we talk about the game, not we a game, talk not about a game. the game they love, but practice. practice. Um, brilliant. <laughs> I always love me that the that quote. Uh, actually, up until the Bruins got the new Warrior Ice Arena, they apparently had the second worst practice facility. From what I've yeah, read, yeah, apparently Rustico was a dump. Um, I remember all the beat writers were complaining about how fucking cold Rustico was too. <laughs> <laughs> like my house. <laughs> hey, get a little blue there, uh, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, good lord, your nose just fell off. That's <laughs> like severe frostbite. So where were we? Freezing to death. Hmm. <laughs> Posternock contracts. Yeah? Yeah, Posternock contract. Um, uh, Tarasenko's contract, I think that's... he'll be looking at something like that that's actually probably a really good comparison is yeah that is a good comparison Tarasenko was a little older when he signed it i think because he did because Tarasenko wasn't in the league at 18 mm-hmm. but it was similar scoring arc at the end of the at the end of the lc so you're looking at a seven and a half million for eight year eight year contract okay you know eight years eight million eight years seven and a half we're all in the same ballpark here yeah i think so no, see, the only question is coming how do they make $8 million work. I have a hunch Sweeney's planning on relying pretty heavily on ELCs for the next few years, which is... Um, which is fine. Smart. And frankly, there are certain things that happen at the end, at approximately the end of a lot of those ELCs that are going to be t- well-timed. Um, namely, some combination of the end of the Bleski contract and uh, soon, and a, year la- and a year later, the end of the, end of the Krejci and Bacchus contracts. Um, wow. Never thought of it like that. Uh, like you can actually like bring up the cap friendly chart and you see when things are ending. It's like, oh, okay, this all actually like makes a lot of sense. <laughs> so you're saying Sweeney has a plan? Yes. There's only a few places where he's clearly made mistakes about this plan. Like say the duration of the McQuaid and Miller and and, and, and Kevin Miller contracts. Yeah, that's the one thing I I purposely ignore when it comes to Sweeney's signings. I can. I'm it's actually, just the length of the, it's just yeah. the length of those contracts. Nothing else. Otherwise, I'm like, okay, McQuaid's overpaid. Miller's probably not. Mm-hmm. But again, both contracts too long. Yeah. It makes me wonder if he just didn't trust the defensive prospects to be ready when they. I, I, when I guarantee you, he of. had no expectation that Carlo would be a full timer um, when he yeah. signed Miller. Oh, ap- absolutely. 
So, game of the week. <laughs> no, no, it's been good. This is barely on topic, and I like to, I jokingly say that when we get off topic, but I feel like the progression where we went, yeah, we talked about the cup. We can always talk about the cup. I feel anytime yeah. you talk about the cup, I mean, that, that was fun. Eventually, uh, there is a statute of limitations because we're going to start sounding like Habs fans, but we got some time yet. It, yeah, it's it, not, it has not been, let's see, 93, uh, 23 years. I said when we suck at Habs. This this is probably our last season to do it before we start to sound a l- little silly. Maybe yeah. we got one or two more, but I think after well, no, this season, I, you, I think you can keep going until you can keep going until all the players that were on the team are no longer on the team. And you know we still have Krejci, Bergy, Marshy, Juka. Um, Does he count? Juka, McQuaid, and Z. Okay, okay. Yeah, we we got some time yet. Um. You know, and and some of those guys like Marchand are are, are signed for you know the ever, and uh, so we're okay. so we'll be talking about this a long time. Yep. <laughs> and then we we talked about the Pasternak deal, which is what I want, I, or the potential of a Pasternak deal, and I wanted to talk about that. And uh, then we of course talked about how it's all going to work out. This has actually been a very informative episode. Of meandering. Yes. <laughs> And with the power of editing, I'll make this episode work. And it's going to be a good one. People will be like, wow, I learned a lot. Thank you, Barely on Topic. We are focused. Yeah. Um, Which I I do find amusing that that's what we were described as by... With how often we go off on random tangents. Shout out, speaking of random tangents. Thank you, Zambonis, for for listening to us. I've been listening to you guys for, for... for years, and you've been absolutely one of my favorite bands. Zambonis, of course, are a rock band, and all they sing about are songs about hockey. Whilst wearing it's... hockey pants on stage. Oh, yeah. They're incredible. It's, they're so awesome. Yeah. They're from Connect I Cut, and they're, uh, they still root for the Whalers. Poor guys. But they sing a song about a hockey monkey, so... Yeah. I mean, not many people know this, but the first band I was ever in, in high school, we covered Hockey Monkey. Oh, that's cool. Nice. And living in the South, and high, and I guess in the age before people had internet in their phones, people thought we wrote that song. Of course, we also covered Reeling in the Years, and people thought we wrote that too. I think you just were playing to idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. I mean, that's, you know, that's, 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 that's a pretty high praise of somebody over Steely Dan, so... They they also thought we wrote China Grove by the Doobie Brothers because yeah, we li- you just oh. played for idiots. People in the South would have understood. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, to be fair, we did. I grew up in a town which was next to a town called China Grove. Now yeah. this is barely on topic. South should have some understanding of the Doobie Brothers. Yeah. So there's a sleepy little town. Known as barely on topic. Um, so, um, I, I uh, guess we do um, that thing we do at the end of the show now. Now it is time for the bare necessities. Have, let the hypothermic man uh, yeah. do his thing first here. Anthony's got <laughs> something good, and we're going to go to him right now. I do have something good. I bought a couple weeks ago. I talked about the holiday packs from Line and Google and Blue Moon. I grabbed the other Line and Kugel holiday pack. It's a, 
it's cans, not bottles, which I didn't even know they made cans. Um, but it's got the cranberry ginger shandy, which I'm drinking right now. It's got a cocoa shandy, a, a sweet pear shandy, which according to my wife is freaking awesome. And it has a ginger shandy, which I can't wait to drink too. Damn. So, Lining Googles. And, I'm, and I've been Vanna Whiting this for like the past... Ten minutes. Oh yeah, he's trying to hint that we should move on to a bare necessities. For I'm some sorry. <laughs> Not actually really hinting, but more just like check it out. This stuff's fucking awesome. No, I. <laughs> oh, it comes in a lovely looking can. Yeah, it's a beautiful can. It's very Christmassy. It's festive. I turned my Christmas lights on this morning. Anything to heat up the house, really, huh? Yes. <laughs> 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 for the duration of this room. podcast, it went from forty nine in my living room. To 53. That's awesome. only an hour's time. That's not bad. Soon we'll be able to take off the toque. <laughs> I, I love this hat. <laughs> yeah, I might sleep on to, all day. Say I would have to or need to. or. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, uh, listeners, he is bundled up right now. <laughs> I, um, I wish you could see it. I gotta you say, can screenshot it. Uh, maybe I already did. Um, but with my, with my thumbs up like this. <laughs> now I did that again. So, ah. uh, no, you you look great though. I feel right. I feel yeah. right. <laughs> uh, so so Jeff, what you got? Well, um, I still got uh, about half that bottle of uh, Ballantines that I talked about last week. My uh, good old hacky sketch. Um, it's crap, but I like it. Amazingly, amazingly Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of just like. I, I want to. I want to try some of these Canadian beverages one day. All I've had is Labatt's, which I just feel like is... Canadians don't drink Labatt's. Yeah, I, 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 that's like I say, I, I thought that was the case. <laughs> All some Canadians do, like, you know, like, Quebec hillbillies. Mm. But, um, There's rednecks everywhere. But most people, most people ship beer of choice in Canada is Alexander Keith's, not either of those things. So... <laughs> Those are beers Americans think Canadians drink. They're like Australians. Don't drink Fosters. Yeah. And Fosters same... sucks. Oh, it's bad. Same with Corona. Imported from Mexico. It's no, because no. they want to get the, get it the fuck out of their country. <laughs> yes. I uh, unfortunately had a Corona without lime. Oh, my God. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not good with lime either. No, mm. it, it's passable with lime, especially... I. This is gonna. I might bleep this out, but I live on Corona Street, so when I have guests come over, it's kind of a common thing. Uh, we're drinking Coronas on Corona Street, yeah. On Cinco de Mayo, it actually was pretty fun because there's also my moving party. But yeah. after that, I've I've had enough. I've had yeah. enough. It's December. <laughs> I've had enough. But speaking of beers, that's I got something really good. I have a jalapeno beer. And what? <laughs> yeah, I have a jalapeno beer. Now, the alcohol actually kind of covers up the spiciness, but you still get the pepperiness, like a peppery aftertaste at the back of the throat. Oh, yeah, it's by Ballast Point. Ballast Point makes some good stuff. Yeah. Um, I uh, Living in a beer town, there's a lot of places where you can get uh, growlers, your growlers filled, and this has been one of my go-tos now for the past two weeks, but... Oh yeah, very delicious. Had a few during the game. Goes excellent with pizza and dinner. You know, any kind of food really. 
Uh, and I, I like spicy. I like pepper. So there's that. What the fuck kind of power play unit is that? Uh, apparently a bad one. New second unit power play. Chara, Marshand up top. Spooner, Schaller, Moore, or Hayes low. What? That's not a power play unit. That's, fuck it, we'll burn two minutes. YOLO. Um, I'm, this, but the, uh, Shit. I was feeling good about my beer, and now we gotta leave on that note? Sorry, No, man. we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna bounce this back. Because what's gonna happen is, is Z's booming shot on that power play is going to be set up with a huge screen by Jimmy Hayes in front, and that power play unit's going to get hot, and Jimmy Hayes is going to score. I can't even fucking get through it. <laughs> Jimmy Hayes is going to accidentally block one of Chara's shots and miss the rest of the, the rest of the season, and then the problem goes away. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible, but hilarious. It's horrible. <laughs> I love it. I'm just confused with with Marsh up top. That this seems like a yeah. It's a, why the fuck would you put him on the point? I don't get that, yeah. yeah. No, he's the, like, roamer that somehow sneaks his way into the, sl- into the slot and rips one. And also, the debate between Moore or Hayes as your, uh, as your, as your net front. Like, Dom Moore on a, Dom Moore scoring great, but you don't put him on a fucking power play. He's got two shorties, too, right? I mean, Schaller, love him, well-known scientist. No. No. Yeah. No. Well, the power play hasn't been working, so let's just... Again, if this is a, a move to get rid of Hayes, it's a good one. Yeah, and they're setting him up to hit him with a char slapper in the leg. Yeah. Ah, I took a shot to the inner thigh last hockey game I played. They hurt. Uh, imagine being a char slapper. It would probably blow up my thigh. It just, it just wouldn't be there anymore. Yeah, you, you, you'd, you'd probably, uh, you know, at minimum, you know, have some sort of, like... Catastrophic um, uh, po- uh, ca- catastrophic thrombosis or something from it. Oh, you know? yeah. Ouch. So that has been another episode of Barely on Topic. Uh, you can find us not on that second unit power play. <laughs> although we, although one of point, us might be an upgrade. Maybe we will be soon. <laughs> <laughs> power play specialist. Three of us right here. Sign them, Sweens. You can find us... Uh, on the third power play unit, or on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and the Google Play Store. Or wherever podcasts are found. Uh, if you want to interact with us, uh, and as, as you know now know, when you interact with us, we will give you a shout-out on our episode. And talk about whatever you want to talk about. Do it on Twitter. You can also do it on Facebook. Um, well, if you know our personal Twitter accounts, you're welcome to do that too, but... We like Twitter. Recent individuals have figured out on their own. So yeah, uh, <laughs> just tell you they're just, they're smart people. I don't know how they did it, especially when my username is my name. But that's not the case for you guys, though. Don't don't no. don't say it. Don't say it. All I will say is that in my profile on Twitter it says you know pontificator for for barely on topic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mine too, but not as eloquently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think mine says contributor. For the weekly podcast, fairly on topic. I think that's where I'm at. Yeah. Uh, okay, not like you guys care. I'm just upset. I forgot to use a coaster on my desk, and it definitely left a mark. Moving on. Uh, if you want to interact with us on a chat in, in, in a chat room message board, woo! 
Woo! <laughs> well online. Woo! Uh, go to bobby to bergie.com. They just implemented a new uh, messaging system, a uh, new thread messaging system. Very, very nice. We're like, yeah, I, got... I, re- I really like it. That website went from good to gooder. Um, and I've realized we're kind of missing the way we usually end the show. Like, I... Word! Word! <laughs> it's not the same without Tim. Oh, Timmy, Aww. where are you? 